Hello, and thank you for tuning to this Wednesday pod of Born to be a Star. A star where you recognize your star power and that you can do anything you set your mind to. A pod where we recognize that yes, we can. Yes, we can, and yes, we can. Saying I can't means you didn't find out that you can. So take a step with me, take a journey with me, come with me, and let's go into the star power layer and let's talk about some fun topics today. To begin this conversation, I hope that you've looked in the mirror. If you haven't, you can do it now. And I hope you see how intriguing, how amazing, how enthusiastic, how awesome you are. How beautiful, how handsome, how talented, how radiant, how amazing you are. I hope that you see that your past is just a journey and just a start to your your next point of your life. And whatever happened before might lead you to what's going to happen next or it might not be a part of that. I hope you recognize that anything you do is means a lot. When we hold each other accountable and we inspire each other to be amazing, then the world is going to be a beautiful place. And when we recognize our star power and our illumination of light, <coughs> then we're just lighting up the world together. And when we light up the world together and we don't look at the color of our skin and we don't look at the texture of our hair, or we don't look at what we're wearing and we don't care about that crap, then we're making a difference and we're doing it together. And I'm just one person in one place, but I hope that my voice is being heard worldwide and I hope that I'm igniting the fire and the passion within you for you to recognize your power and recognize that you can do anything you put your mind to and that I believe in you. So... The next part of this conversation is moving into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Today I want to talk about taxes or no media allowed. Because I don't know about you, but half the year my paycheck is taken in taxes. And I'm basically working for free in the United States. Doesn't matter where you work, doesn't matter what your job is, what your career, what it is, that's what's happening. Right. Just how exactly does that work where you politicians are making decisions to use money on things that aren't helping us here? Like, and I do think if you make a certain amount of money or if you're in middle class or if you're in, uh, you know, upper middle class class or even you're part of the 1%, you might be questioning what I'm saying. If you're going to constantly just make these accusations, not accusations, if you're going to constantly give money to things or constantly create these subdivisions of divisions of things that already exist, saying you're going to have free child care for preschool but there's already care for kids and other programs that are already in existence so how are you going to recreate that the budget for that is coming out of guess what tax money how does this work that you have all these crazy thoughts and all these psychotic like programs you want to exist for people that aren't doing anything I'm not talking about people that are at work or who have worked and are retired. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about people that are currently working right now and trying to get to retirement. I'm, I'm happy that my mom got there. Praise God. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about me, really. I'm talking about the people that 
don't have any job, don't have any responsibilities, and they're being told by the government they don't have to do anything. I'm talking about people pretending they have disabilities so they can get Social Security and Social Security doing a really shitty job of figuring that out. I'm talking about people lying about owning companies during COVID and them giving money. Just how? Does that work? It just continues to happen over and over and over again in repeated fashion. And no one's really questioning where this fucking tax money is going. And I have to use cuss words and get angry and upset and mad because why isn't anybody questioning this? AOC, why aren't you talking about this more? If they can spend $1.4 trillion on weaponry for some stuff that we don't have anything to do with, why can't you forgive student loans? Why can't you figure out a way to build more houses in places that need more houses, like in busy cities? Why can't you figure out what to do with those poor homeless people that are already citizens of the United States and California? How the fuck does that work? Now you're allowing all these Ukrainians to come in. And I just want to point out the fact that America has failed on uh, that platform. A hundred percent. They're failures. They're going to lose their power because they're showing that they don't understand what power is. Power sometimes is saying no. Which they're not doing. But we're talking about taxes, right? And since we are talking about taxes and immigration, these people that are coming over here that are getting sovereign, that are, that are you know, moving from Ukraine to America, what do you think the tax money is going to? You know how they wanted to make the process go faster for the Afghanistanians that are coming from Afghanistan and that shitty deal that Biden did, whatever, where he allowed all those illegal people to come over to this country during the night. Nobody talked about that on the fucking news. They don't talk about that stuff. These people could be sleeper cells and blow up anything in America. They didn't vet them. They don't vet any of these people. How are you vetting these Ukrainians coming over here? Because Ukrainian isn't a trusted country. So what are we doing here? And I'm pretty sure that the president of Ukraine has done some questionable stuff. But, okay, I'm going to leave the benefit of the doubt by trusting that someone is cognizant and smart. But I don't know who. Anyways, we spend all this money in tax money. And they do whatever they want with it. And they make up things and they lie. And that's not okay to the working class. That's not okay to the millennial middle class. And it's not okay to the people that are trying to live check to check, pay their bills, feed their children, feed their husbands, their wives, their moms, their dad. We have people that are living in multi-generational housing or we have people that are living together. I worry about America and Americans. Because... Because we're all feeling these different feelings and no one's listening. How does this work? If, if you're going to give the money back, to the taxpayers and you're just going to give us back what we paid for taxes and then you want to give people that don't have jobs that don't pay taxes money... 
I don't know about that either because where are you getting that money from? How's this going to work? How do you figure out what you're using tax money on? Because in the state I live in, there's a lot of messed up roads that have holes in them. In fact, when me and Skip are driving down the main road we live on, there's a big ass hole in the middle of the street and it's been there for years and no one is fixing it. And they'll fix other parts of other roads on other streets and other places near there, just not that hole. Shouldn't the tax money be going to that? Shouldn't it be going to trash? Shouldn't it be going to infrastructure? Because I'm not seeing that. Whatever that crappy bill that they created earlier in the year was that uh, mansion and cinema decided, fuck this. Did, was that actually in there? Because what do you spend the tax money on? What? Right? I don't get it. Somebody help me. Anyways, food for thought for your hump day. You're spending all this money on tax money. They're acting like it's unlimited. Corporations should go on strike. We should hold these morons that are in political offices in these positions accountable. And until somebody starts to take lead and be an adult here with money and the economy of the United States, I don't know what's next here because Democrats are horrible at this shit. And I want somebody to tell me why I'm being held responsible to pay for some shit I don't have anything to do with. I don't understand this Ukrainian stuff. I don't understand why we're just allowing people from certain countries to come over here. I don't understand what it has to do with race or them being of white descent, of white racial color. I don't understand any of that. Maybe that doesn't have anything to do with it. But who, why, isn't, why aren't people questioning what's happening with Ukraine? Because we question everything else. So why aren't we questioning that? Just, and why is everybody getting mad at you if you are questioning it? Why is YouTube shutting down people on YouTube? Like, I listened to this guy named Clayton Morris, I think his name is. They turned his YouTube off because he pointed out factual details showing that whatever the guy's name is in charge of Ukraine was making shit up and lying about people that were in Ukraine killing Ukrainians. And he lied about it. Why is that not on the news? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. Hmm. Their narrative is we have to help Ukraine regardless of anything. It shouldn't be we have to help Ukraine and you have to suffer and like struggle and like be at your last wits and, you know, trying to get a dollar or you get laid off or fired from a job and you're trying to figure out how you're going to live and you have to wait weeks till you get the fucking unemployment check. Oh, my God. We need a faster service here. We need something that works for the people because this doesn't. I'm just saying. We spend all this money on tax money and they don't have shit to show for it. Because I don't want to hear about how you're making a free preschool. I don't want to hear about you're trying to help people with maternity leave or any of this. I don't want to hear about free medical coverage because there's something called Obamacare. I don't want to hear about any of these things. And that didn't work. History just keeps repeating itself in a bad way here. And we have to hold them accountable while they waste away our tax money. And if they can fucking spend 1.4, trillion dollars on some war missile fun toy things, and they can just give billions, if not trillions of dollars to Ukraine during a war we don't have shit to deal with, not shit, 
then they can figure out a way to forgive student loans in America. They can figure out a way to give us all electric cars. They can figure a lot of things out. Are they? No. Food for thought for your Wednesday. The government doesn't care about you. They care about themselves. Nancy Pelosi couldn't give a flying fuck about any of us. Not a flying fuck. She's like 80-something years old, and she still thinks she can hold her position and do things correctly. Biden's mind is completely just gone. There's nothing up there in his brain but air. Like, he can't have any cognitive conversation anymore. He thinks his dead mother is alive. He's walking in circles, confused and lost. That's the representation of America. Remember that. Every day when you're at the gas station, when you're at the grocery store, when you're going out to eat or you need to buy some new clothes and you're spending more money for things that were less priced just a year ago. You know whose fault that is? The Democratic Party. You know whose fault that is? I don't know what day it is. Joe Biden. Remember it. Thank you for tuning into this Wednesday pod of Born to be a Star. And let's get into the next part of our conversation. An explanation isn't required. An explanation isn't required. Why should you be explaining yourself to people who don't deserve that explanation? Why should you be providing a way for someone to get you to change your mind for something? How does that work? Like, I keep talking about living unapologetically and not looking for approval. This kind of ties into that. Why are we looking for approval? Why are we looking for an explanation? Why are are you looking for an okay? Why? Anyone that's seeking to give someone approval for them to live their life, that's just bizarre, is it not? Like, what the hell? No, no explanation provided. I'm doing this because I fucking want to buy. I'm changing my job. I'm buying a new car. I'm buying a house. I'm doing this because I want to. I'm putting makeup on. I'm changing my hair color. I'm buying this new outfit. I'm buying these new sneakers. I'm going to start doing arts and crafts. I'm going to start sewing. I'm going to start knitting. I'm, I'm getting a new book club. I'm starting this new book I'm going to read. I'm doing this because I want to. That's why. Next. No explanation necessary. I don't need to ask you for permission to do what the fuck I want. I don't care. Like, religion wants to make you feel bad because you want to have sex before you get married. I'm pretty sure God doesn't care about that either. How does that work? Religion okay certain things, but it doesn't okay other things. And then these crazy people that want to use religion to say that's why they're blowing up people or themselves committing suicide, doing all this ridiculous things. There's people in other countries that hate Americans. They're not looking for approval. They're not looking for anything. They just want to blow up people. I mean, seriously. What does an explanation guarantee? That you're explaining yourself? Fuck you. I don't owe you an explanation. I'm doing what I want. There it is. Because I don't need your approval. I'm not a little kid. None of us are little kids. So there you go. Next part of our conversation.
let them stare. Let who stare? Let everybody stare at you. If people are staring at you, if people are talking about you, if people have nothing but mean things or rude things to say to you, let them talk, let them stare, let them hate. You know what? It's okay. Let them have those opinions. Let them have those thoughts. Let them be those people. Because the people that are always talking, always telling you how they feel, always telling you what they think, always thinking that they matter more than they do, are going to end up being the people that don't have anything to show. These are going to be the 55-year-olds that are still working at a job and they've only worked there two years and they're nowhere near retirement. These are going to be the people that are living with parents that are over the age of, I don't know, 25, and they still live with their parents and are coming up with excuses for why they can't figure out their life. These are going to be the people that want to give you opinions about how you look, but they don't look better. They look worse. These are these people. They don't have any sense of responsibility and they don't have any sense of awareness of who they are. And for any person that wants to talk about someone maliciously and be seriously talking about them, because I joke around about a lot. I'm very sarcastic. Um, and and I, I'm just annoying. Like I used to sit in the car with my dad and we used to just make fun of people coming out of stores. We found fun in that. And I'm sure a lot of people do that. Like me and my mom will be in restaurants eating and we'll overhear conversations and we'll predict what they're talking about or why they're talking about it like that. And I just think that's fun. I don't think we're maliciously going after people. I just think we're, we're having fun in the conversation. But that's that. You can't live your life worrying about these people like that. Let them stare at you. They don't like what you're wearing. Let them act a certain way. Let them, because it's only showing you that they're stupid. Next part of our conversation, the secret life of a terrier. I have a Yorkie terrier, and he is just so hilarious. I've told you before stories about him rolling around, demanding kisses, demanding hugs, demanding a lot of things. It's hilarious. And he's definitely a part of my life, part of our life. He's our first baby. He's our son. And that's okay. And I'm so grateful to have him. I love Benny. Like, and I love the dog that I had before Benny, but I especially love Benny because he's the first puppy that I've had that I've raised from like five weeks old. And he's just such an amazing little furry friend. He's about like, I'd say five or six pounds. He is a teacup Yorkshire breed. And um, he's just the life of the party. And I really love him. And He's hilarious. He demands kisses, demands hugs, demands pets, demands a lot of things. And that's important. It's crucial. It's critical to to everything in life. So if you're looking for a furry friend or you're looking for something, try to adopt a pup or get one from a, a Yorkshire farm or 
or go to Puppy Palace or you can go to your local uh, pet place and adopt one, the Humane Society. It could be a pup. It could be a kitty. It could be any animal. You need a, a friend in your life. But the, the secret life of a Yorkshire Terrier is that they're very demanding. They have a lot to say. They're very smart. Um, they continuously grow and they're always learning. And it's fun. He hides under the bed. He he makes snooky nookies in corners of the couch. He hides in the covers. He has his own blankets. He likes particular food. He likes a lot of things. And isn't that great? The secret life of our pet is that he is the life of the party. And he is so much fun. And I just can't wait to see whatever he does next. Honestly, being able to be with him is such a an amazing experience and I, I know it's going to be even more fun when we have more puppies and more kids and we, we start to have kids and our family starts to get bigger and I, I just can't wait to whatever's next. The secret life of a Yorkshire Terrier is that a Yorkshire Terrier is the best Terrier that ever existed and if you don't have one you need to get one. They're hilarious. Literally he thinks he's a person. Literally he sleeps with his paws up in the air all his stuff hanging out. He doesn't care. That is the secret life of my Terrier named Benny. Next part of our conversation, the selling market is horrible. Like the only people that are doing good in this, I don't know, like it's not really a market where it feels like you can trust the market right now because one day when there was a conversation, it was green. But then another day... And then another day after, it turned red again. And it's just so totally insane. And I don't know how to explain it. It's not just the Wall Street. It's the housing market, too. It's just, it's crazy. And the more I think about it, I it's frustrating. Me and Skip are trying to buy property right now. Uh, you know, we're finally going to get a real estate agent. And it's just, how do we do this? Not just property, but if you do have your money in 401k and you're trying to be a part of that so you're prepared for retirement or you get a Roth and you try to save extra money too, how do you do this? That's the question, right? I just, I got questions. Anyways, hopefully things start to get better. Uh, The Fed is not making it better right now. I feel like they're making it worse, but who knows? Every day is different, and if you want some really good insight on it, start following Meet Kevin and look up a bunch of other. There's Graham, too. He's on uh, YouTube. They're very insightful when it comes to Wall Street and stocks and bonds and things. And they'll definitely be able to explain things to you on a different level. I can definitely invite you to do that. Next part of our conversation, find the wonder in light. If you're going through something difficult, which we often do, try to find happiness in that. Try to be happy even if it's difficult. Because you being happy and you being positive and you being courageous and you fighting will make a difference. That's all I'm saying. Be the difference in the day. Be the difference in life. Why not be that? Next part of our conversation, let's talk about TV. 
I'm obsessed with Monk, and I kind of think I want to start it from the beginning, just because I love that show. Um, the character that plays Monk, it's such like a family-orientated and sweet show, and it's so much fun. And I just really hope that uh, you've seen it, and if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's truly awesome. Um, my mom said that we could watch the Diagnosis Murder from the beginning. That's a really great show. Uh, I found that, um, I don't know, when I have days off, I like look at TV on the TV and, um, that comes on during the day, which is fun. There's just so much available that you can watch on demand or you can order and why not? Next part of our conversation, under the fact that I want to watch Monk from the beginning. Um, Ozark ended, we watched all the episodes in one night of Ozark. And I don't know how I felt about the ending of that. I I was very mad with the ending of it. I'm not going to tell you about it. But... I don't know. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I want more, but I just... I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, it ended the way I, I would have predicted it to end. And you know I couldn't stand Wendy, but I'm not going to ruin it. It did not ma- match up to what I wanted to happen. Um, We started the show on HBO called We Own the City, and I told my mom to watch it. I don't know if she's going to, but hopefully she will. Um, I also have been... Wa- we have been watching Flight Attendant. That's very good. Apple has a new series called The Shining Girls. That's very good, too. There's a lot going on. And um, I feel like there's a lot of layers to it, but we'll see what happens. It's all we can do, right? All we can do is wait and see. Um, I really did like a lot of the shows on um, Apple, and um, we've been watching another British show, um... I don't know if Skip likes it as much as I do, but it's pretty good. Uh, From ended, and I don't know if I like the ending of that either. Like, I just, I thought there was going to be a lot more added into it, and there wasn't. So, I don't know, maybe my explanations for this is a lot. But, I don't know, like, when it comes to the end of shows, I have a really big expectation that it's going to end good. And then when it doesn't, it's just like, what am I watching? Who knows? Um, What other show can we talk about today? I've been trying to like this season of Better Call Sal, but honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. It it just feels like it keeps staggering on. That's kind of how it feels to me. 
I like the Sal character, but all the other shit that's happening, it's just like, what the hell is going on? I was considering watching Sopranos from the beginning, just because I'm looking for good shows. Uh, that's not going to happen. Like I told you yesterday, we like that sci-fi show on Amazon. That's pretty decent. Um, I'm obsessed with the Mystery Channel. I watch it every day anyways. And um, I wanted to tell you that I found this cool book. Me and Mom were in Savers, and it was Murder, She Wrote. And I just, I love Murder, She Wrote. So if you haven't gotten a chance to watch that, it's on the Hallmark Channel, and it comes on at, I think, 11 p.m. Uh, definitely give it a try. It's definitely good, and you'll definitely like it. That is what we're talking about for shows right now. Uh, Flight Attendant, Insane. And all the other shows I told you about, those are good too. Moving on to food. I decided last week that I'm going to be the difference in everything. I'm going to be the one to make the difference in my life. And I'm going to decide to eat better. I'm going to go back into two shakes a day, one meal a day. I'm going to go back into working out all the time like I was doing. I'm not going to let life get in the way of my health. And I'm going to make a different decision on how I'm eating. Me and Skip had a conversation about fast food. And it's that food is cheap for a reason. And he was saying that he thinks they need to close down McDonald's. I kind of agree with that. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King because they're affordable and so is Taco Bell. But it's not... The greatest version of food and when you're eating that constantly every day you're really affecting your body in a bad way so you have to be careful you have to be fully aware of what you're putting into your body and you have to you have to want to do better and it's okay to want to do better so making that decision so Taking the steps to live a better, more fuller life where I'm not being bad is essential. And holding myself accountable is essential. And doing all these things, drinking more water, drinking less soda, eating more cooked foods versus fast foods is definitely going to make a difference to me. Like, I know what has worked for my body type, what has worked for me before. I know I have high insulin I know I should probably start golo at some point I know these things so instead of me prolonging that I'm just going to do them at some point I might look into eating factor meals because they're already made and that would make my life easier and then I don't have to make things my husband has said that makes no sense but I'm going to take all these things into consideration and the time comes and it works better for me I might try it you might be in a predicament like that too maybe you do want to try hello fresh Maybe there are better ways for us to eat and better ways for us to learn. We have to take things into consideration. That's it. Your health is dependent on what you're willing to do to live longer and stronger. So I am going to be working hard with my mom for us both to lose weight to get back to the way we're supposed to look. I'm not only going to do it by myself, but I'm going to do it with her too. Just so she doesn't feel like 
she can't do it. And just so I can know that someone else is holding me accountable too. And I know you might be thinking, why are you doing it with your mom? Well, you can basically do it with anybody. You can do it with your partner, your mom, your sister, your brother, your any family member, your aunt, your uncle, whatever. Your, anybody you want to do it with, I'm just going to do it with my mom because she's close enough to me that I can keep her regimented with a text message and it fits in with our life. So the deed is done. If you want to live longer and stronger, you're going to have to make hard decisions. And that's just a part of it. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this Wednesday pod of Born to be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye.